Plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award-winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. And you're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. If you happen to be around the Port Marnock direction, pop into the White Sands Hotel. Uh, they have a fantastic uh, bar with amazing food and great drinks and uh, well worth a visit. It's the place where the gang uh, used to go back in the day. It's where Tamangos is. Um, so pop into the White Sands Hotel here in Port Marnock if you are in the neighbourhood. Now, what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? A man called Paul Lennon is now on day 19 of his hunger strike. He's sleeping in a tent on the middle aisle of O'Connell Street right now at the front of the GPO. He says that he's in this for the long haul and is prepared to die in order to highlight many different crises that we have in Ireland, including homelessness, hospital waiting lists, uh, electricity prices, and uh, so on. Now, the latest number, uh, latest figures show that the number of people who are homeless in this state and relying on emergency accommodation has increased to a record 10,805, including more than 3,000 children. So the question that we want to ask you this afternoon is, do you support uh, this man's actions in going on hunger strike in order to highlight the different issues? And I'll go through each of the issues uh, in a moment. Jeremy, you've been looking at uh, Paul's uh, social media channels. Uh, We've we've both been kind of following this hunger strike for the last couple of days. And by the way, where he is, uh, where he's sleeping, there's absolutely no protection there. He's literally in the middle island of uh, O'Connell Street there, where the wind, I mean, the last, I don't know, we'll be speaking to him in a second to find out how he's getting through that. But the last couple of weeks, there have been very, very stormy nights. Um, So I just hope he stays safe, number one. Number two, I've, I've looked at the demands and I'll say this to Paul myself, I think a lot of the demands are unrealistic and I don't think... One of them is obviously, and again, I admire Paul for what, he, what he's trying to do. One of them is, you know, to house all the homeless and vulnerable. That's a very complex issue. That's that's not just, there's no magic wand. Homelessness, and by the way, I'm not saying it's acceptable. Homelessness exists in every country in the world. Yeah, The richest country in the world is... Uh, the United and, uh, States of the America. United States of America. Per head of population, the United States of America also has one of the highest homeless. You know, all you have to do is walk around anywhere in California and you'll see thousands of homeless people. Um, if it were that easy to solve the homeless uh, issue, we would have solved it years ago. And it's not a case of, if you build, supposing tomorrow the government said, okay, Paul's on hunger strike, God love him, we want to do what Paul wants. Uh, number one on his list is to house all the homeless people. So, uh, Johnny the Builder, I want you to build 500 houses in a field in the middle of Meath and house the homeless people there. Then we'd have another 500 homeless people coming in. And then another 500 homeless people coming in. It's an endless cycle. It's not, I don't have the answer. I don't think anybody has the answer. There will all, this is just a sad reality. And again, it's not, um, excuse me, we will always have a homeless crisis. Every country, even the richest countries in the world, have a homeless situation because people fall through the cracks um, of the system. And that is just, 
the, the way it is. We're going to have uh, a, a conversation with uh, Paul, who's on hunger strike in a moment. And if you'd like to talk to him, if you'd like to comment on what they're doing, you can send us a text, a WhatsApp, or a WhatsApp voice note to 85 825-2626 if you would like to get involved uh, in this conversation. And in fact, I'm going to kick off uh, the conversation with a voice note that we got um, before we even started recording today. Uh, have a listen to this. Hi, Adrian. I'd just like to say that the Dublin City Council doesn't give a damn about that uh, man, the homeless oh. man outside the GPO. To be honest with you, they don't care the man lived or died. They have the apartments and they have the houses boarded up and they have people sleeping out in sleeping bags in the street. And actually, they will not provide a place for them. Now, I myself is living in an apartment in Dublin, one, and... I'm getting on to the council for the past 12 to 18 months about dampness in the ceilings, dampness in the walls. They told me they sent somebody out to have a look at. I'm still waiting. Nobody came around me. To be honest with you, really and truly, if that poor man did go as far as killing himself, they'd be to blame because they're doing nothing to help. They can help the people, but they won't help the people. I'm surrounded here by houses and apartments, boarded up in Dublin, man. It's the same every part of Dublin you go. And they will not put the people into it. All they're putting pressure on people is for to pay them extra money and extra rent that the people don't have. And they're holding their back and they're pushing them back. I tried for a transfer in numerous occasions. And because I owed a few pounds, I couldn't come up with that's uh, That's the only thing they have against me. But I didn't to be honest with that poor man. He, he, he could have him in a place today, but he won't do it. It's an awful shame to see how people have to live. Especially young women. I am meeting women up on that street walking around with no shoes on their feet, half naked, and they act begging for money, and God help them to starve them with the hunger. And yet the council will not help them. So the council eventually did serious big problems with the Dublin City Council. I don't think the council took on the right workers and they took these people and that it's fake over the phone, but do nothing for you. It's sh- a shocking and it's a shame. All right, thank you very much, Dee, for your message. Uh, as someone, uh, and I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but as someone who spends a lot of time in the city centre, I've never seen people walking around with no shoes on their feet. Um, because they No, I haven't myself. I haven't. And again, not, not to diss the situation, but there are charities in the city centre of Dublin that do absolute great work. And if you go up to a charity, if you go up to one of these charities and you say, I've no, I've no shoes for my feet, they will get you shoes within five minutes. Mm. So I don't believe that story. I'm sorry. All right, well, let me talk to uh, Paul Lennon. Uh, this is the man who um, 19 days ago started a hunger strike for a series of demands which we're going to go through uh, with him. If you want to comment on uh, what he's doing, send us a WhatsApp to 085-825-2626. Now, um, Paul Lennon is his name. Uh, Paul, you're very welcome to Opinions Matter. How are you? everyone to all listeners my name is Paul Lennon and I'm here I listening to your show thank you for inviting me Paul yeah. okay let's let's go to uh, the start of uh, your story why are you on hunger strike the reason why I'm on hunger strikes because I actually try to exercise all peaceful legal way to make changes in this country uh, same as many people. And um, as a result of the deliberate inaction of RTDs, political parties, ministers, they create deadly recession. Um, I, personally, myself, I am done with political parties and 160 TDs you know, um, <clears throat> who act as one family against their own people. 
You know, um, I believe that um, these uh, political parties orchestrate this recession and inflation. No, there is no real opposition. So uh, I'm, I'm going to question yeah. you on everything that uh, that you say. Yeah. Uh, the, what you just said a second ago is that the political parties have orchestrated uh, to create inflation. Yes. Uh, what, yes. What do you mean by that? Because has inflation not been caused by uh, the invasion by Vladimir Putin of Ukraine and um, on the back of the recovery from COVID. Is that not what has created inflation? Uh, if you look at the prices of the electricity, uh, the price of electricity started rise up before the war in Ukraine, before 24th of February. And actually, myself was in 10 days in Ukraine, you know, and if you look at the articles, I have newspapers articles from two months or three months before the prices of electricity rise up you know, by 80%, you know, a significant increase. Uh, last year, standing charge per day was 50 cents uh, per day, a standing charge, and now it's more than 45 cents. So standing charge is nothing related with uh, electricity prices, just company try to charge, uh, charge for themselves. So as you can see, and as you know, that um, economy run on, on electricity, you know, uh, if the electricity price is high, you know, you need the refrigerators for the... Uh, for the shops to run the food, you know, it's it's all connected, you know. Okay, well, uh, let, let me go through your uh, your list yeah. of demands and uh, let's talk about each one of them. So, basically, you started a uh, a hunger strike 19 days ago. Uh, I'm going to go through your demands in a second, but tell me uh, what you've eaten or drank in those 19 days. Yeah, I started the uh, hunger strike on the 17th of October. It's actually a very symbolic day. It's an um, international day for eradication of poverty. Uh, you know, so basically around the world, I uh, for the for the for these 19 days, I did didn't eat anything. You know, I drinking um, liquids like water. I drinking green tea, herbal tea. You know, um, basically that's what I'm doing. You know, so um, uh, to keep myself, I cannot drink black tea because if, if drink black tea, you will vomit. You know. Uh, you know, it's there's okay. So, so for 19 days, all you have consumed is um, liquids. Yeah, absolutely. And how are you feeling after 19 days of having no sus- um, food? I, I I lost a lot of weight. You know, I lost a significant amount of weight. You know, I be, you know, and uh, have headache. I have migraine, I have uh, stomach pain, I had diarrhea before, you know, and, you know, like, it's it's very hard, you know, it's emotionally very, very hard, but um, I, I, I actually high on my faith, and I believe that I, we can change together, you know, this demands is not just for me, it's just for other people, I try to, because Irish people have long history of hunger strike, it came from the pagan times, you know, and um, basically, um, it's, it's all the forgotten Irish tradition. It has been rooted rooted in Irish history. <clears throat> you know, like a man with grievance against his neighbor uh, would park himself on the neighbor's doorstep and fasted until uh, the dispute was resolved or die. You know, so basically, I look at the history of Irish uh, history of Irish hunger striker, and they have huge history. You know, uh, we have Terence McSweeney who spent 75 days on hunger strike to gain recognition as political prisoner. 
uh, in the Brixton prison in UK. You know, he's a freedom fighter. We have age block. Um, okay, yeah, and, and, uh, okay, I get that we yeah. we have a history of hunger strikers uh, in Ireland. Jeremy, I know you have a question to ask. Yeah, I'm just looking at your, your list of demands. And uh, I was saying there before we came on, Paul, that I probably admire what you're doing. I think a lot of the demands are unrealistic. One of them is to raise the minimum wage to... Uh, 16, what did you say? Um, 16 euro 16 an hour. 16 euro an hour. Now, my problem with that would be, if you raise the minimum wage to 16 euros per hour, yeah? Mm-hmm. The shops that people go to who don't have much money to buy the stuff, those shops are going to have to charge more for the food to pay the staff that extra money. That shortfall has to come from somewhere. So say, for instance, Bob's Grocery Store on the corner of, uh, of Liffey Street, for argument's sake, okay? And Bob's Grocery Store at the moment pays the minimum wage, which is what? It's 11, 11 or something like that. Yeah. And the reason Bob can charge so little for his bread and for his milk and, and so on and so forth is because he's only paying the staff the minimum wage. If Bob has to start paying staff 16 quid an hour, unfortunately, Teresa, who's on a pension, is going to be, end up paying more for the bread. So raising the minimum wage, the only thing that will do is disenfranchise uh, people who are already on a, on a low wage. So that's, that's a complete no-no as far as I'm concerned. Okay, but I, I will disagree with you. I highly disagree with you because uh, if if you look at the prices uh, of uh, rent, you know, I could just I actually could list you that that we have uh, the government only increased eighty cents. Uh, no, sorry, sorry for cutting across you, but the the, the, yeah. ba- the basics of economics are. When when staffing becomes more expensive for businesses, when it becomes more expensive to hire people, the first thing that suffers is the product. The product goes up in price. We've seen that happen. That's or people uh, get laid off. Or people pe- lose or their people, jobs. Or people get laid off. And if you're to, to start uh, a, a minimum wage of 16 quid, all those little shops will go out of business and you'll have more people uh, in trouble. Uh uh, if you look at the prices, it's already went up in some cases. 60% of the product prices of the even milk is increased by significantly. Bread, everything went in prices, and the salary is still the same. We have we have electricity rise up, people. Uh, we just want to pay and then uh, look. It's always passed to the consumer, you know. Uh, and look at the full prices increased twice as well, you know, in comparison, nearly twice. Yeah. So uh, I, I like we are already paying. Uh, significantly more than we were comparing to last, even last year. Okay, you know, but so uh, we, I, I, hang on, one of the reasons electricity uh, has increased in price is because of uh, the increase in gas prices, which is directly related to uh, Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. In, in increases of full, if you look at the last year, the history of how the prices was went up uh, in prices, it's it's not it was increasing prices before the uh, invasion of Ukraine. But it, believe, yes, but it but yeah. it increased dramatically more since the invasion of Ukraine. As I said, I have articles from uh, two two or three months before the war start. The prices of full went up highly. Uh, I was actually participate myself in the. Uh, truck driver protest, full protest, several times, you know, and I know what's going on. So it's the, the prices of electricity went up uh, significantly high before the war in Ukraine, and the uh, prices of the full went before the war in Ukraine. So, and I myself be actually in Ukraine 10 days before the war starts. So I've been actually four days before start, I was in Ukraine myself. I had a holiday there. Okay, Um, I'm going to read through your uh, seven demands and uh, I'm going to let our listeners know that you are on hunger strike 
to try and fulfil these demands. And my question to you before I read out the, your demands is, are you prepared to die in order to achieve your demands? Uh, if it's required, yes. If it's required. At the moment, no single politician or political parties, minister or senator even approached me and actually even start negotiation negotiation and speak how they could um, actually negotiation. You know, in every, you know, I, do it, I don't do this for myself. I do it for the people as well. Okay, you're doing this for the people. So yeah. um, no politician has engaged with you. You're on hunger strike for 19 days now. Uh, I know the Gardaí have tried to move you. You're uh, sleeping in a tent on O'Connell Street. I know the Gardaí have uh, tried to move you on, uh, but you haven't moved. You're still there. Let me go through your uh, demands and and see how realistic it is that any one of your demands might be met by the authorities. Okay, so your demands are, number one, house all homeless and vulnerable people. Number two, reduce hospital waiting lists from 1.7 million to zero. Number three, reduce fuel prices to one euro per litre. Number four, reduce electricity uh, unit price to uh, 10 uh, cent. Uh, Number five, increase the minimum wage to 16 euro per hour. Number six, the abolition of all water charges. And number seven, 100% uh, redress for uh, the mica uh, pyrite scandal. Now, as I read through each and every one of those uh, demands, Paul, I would imagine everybody would love to see all of your demands being met. But I will argue with you that not one of your seven demands, not one of your seven demands will be met or is capable of being met before you die. That's really the point I'm trying to make, that, that these, these demands are not going to be met in the next uh, couple of weeks. I'm sorry, not, on, not only that, Paul, but the greatest of respect, if the government were to, to, to come along to you and say, come off hunger strike and we'll, we'll, dem- we'll, we'll meet those seven demands, the country would be bankrupt by the end of the week. The country would literally be bankrupt. Uh could I speak uh, myself? Yeah, yeah. The, the situation is here. I, I, I want in relation about homelessness. Uh, I, I actually disagree with you guys. Uh, unfortunately, the situation is here. If they're able to house more than fifty thousand refugees in a short period of time, they actually could do it for for, for homeless people, people with disability, people with mental illness, single mothers, single fathers, people living in the tents. You know, we have. It, it's absolutely disgrace that in twenty first century. Minister of Housing, Dara Bryan, with all other different ministers and TDs. Solution is a sleeping bag, not a warm bed, not a house, but a sleeping bag, a solution. So I took the sleeping bag, you know, um, an exercise is right that was provided by our authorities, WC Council, and actually use it accordingly, not in the corner of the street, not in the bushes, but actually in the middle of the corner street, in one of the most uh, important building, uh, famous building, you know, a GPO, General Post Office. So I actually invited Minister of Housing, Dara Brand, to come and maybe join for one night or actually invited his advisors to come actually and uh, ex- feel how to be sleeping on the concrete floor. You know, and uh, there is no water, there is no, f- there's, like, okay, and, and uh, obviously Minister Darrell yeah. O'Brien hasn't turned up. Okay, so you believe that uh, your first demand 
can be met, which is to house all homeless and vulnerable yeah. people. You believe I that just, demand can be met? Could I say to you another, another point? Uh, during the COVID for the two years, the government able to, for two years, able to house all the homeless. They able to create public toilets. I supposed to piss myself in the battle. You could imagine, imagine I exercise my right in the battle because we don't have public toilets. Uh, they was removed during the COVID. There was public toilets 24 hours in O'Connell Street and uh, Stevens Green. Uh, they was removed after COVID end, and all homeless was housed during the COVID. If they able to do it to, to during the COVID time, they could do it again. And if they're able to house more than 50,000 refugees, uh, they could do it for the homeless as well. Okay, equally, and, equally. Uh, and I think a lot of people will agree with uh, with the point yeah. you're making on the on the homelessness um, yeah. and uh, your belief that something can be done. But my question to you again, Paul, is... If these demands are not met, because you can't live uh, forever on hunger strike, you will eventually get very sick. I'm asking you why you're doing this, because in reality, the demands that you have listed will not be met before your time runs out. Because I'm I'm sick of the or sick of the lies that was spread by politicians and ministers. You know, it's hidden. We have hidden everything. We, even homelessness now. Who actually uh, make figures about real figures of the homelessness? I, myself, I had a, I have proof from Westmead County Council. We have more than two two thousand homeless. So you multiply twenty six counties by two. It's at least fifty two thousand homeless we have. Even more, I believe. It's just officially. You know, I believe not. Okay, but again, sorry, Paul, I I have to put this to you again. You are on a hunger strike. You're on day 19. You say you're prepared to die uh, if necessary. What I'm saying to you is your list of seven demands is not going to be met in a month of Sundays. So does that mean you are going to die? Uh, if it's required, I'm going to die. But at the moment, as I said, not even single politician... Uh, yeah, I, I understand all of that. I know I understand all of yeah. that. Apparently and and, and I know, I know, the, the, media, I know yeah. the media haven't yeah. given any uh, publicity to your, your hunger strike. Um, what, I'm get, what I'm really pushing you on is, are you going to die in another four or five weeks? Because that's all you can last on hunger strike. Yes, thanks, Maxwini. It was seventy-five days on hunger strike. So yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I'm just on. So I, yeah, I you're I you're, you're a quarter of the I, way there. Yeah, I could believe that I could long last longer than him, you know, and because I have special techniques, which I obviously not going to discuss here, you know, I, I have a special approach how to maintain myself, uh, you know, in a position that I'm not going to be collapsed or something. So, okay, so you, you're yeah. go, you're going to keep this up until. Uh, somebody starts listening to you until you start getting uh, support, until your demands start being met. Yeah, even even negotiation, nobody even. It just shows how the, how these politicians and TDs care about and ministers. And even nobody came after day of 19, and uh, you know to negotiate and even speak. Maybe oh, maybe we can try to negotiate one demand with you or to do something. There's just just they are great speakers, they're great entertainers. Okay, uh, uh, Paul, stay with me for a second because I want to bring uh, some calls. Yeah in and uh, get your opinions on this. Our number is 085-825-2626. We're talking with uh, Paul Lennon, who along with... Uh, is it two other people are on hunger strike with you, Paul? Yeah, there's a Irish lady. She joined me um, 
she was spending 12 days with me actually but after day four she, she decided herself to join hunger strike okay a brave woman her name her name is linda rogers you know she's very inspirational irish woman and very brave you know and she she decided to support this uh, demands seven demands and she have her uh, their own stuff that she would like to address to the government you know she she's going to discuss probably later with you about Okay, we, we're going to be talking to Linda in just a while. And there, yeah. there's somebody else with you as well uh, in O'Connell yeah. Street. Who's that other yeah, person? The, the another person, his name is, uh, he have a nickname, George Armani, you know, like a famous designer. Um, you know, um, basically he's a homeless person with disability. You know, he's supposed to be sleeping for the last 15 years. He's sleeping in the sleeping bag and the tent. And the government so busy. You know, uh, government TDs and ministers going to holidays or eating expensive meals, you know, and he himself sleeping in for 15 years in the street, in the cold Okay, so, so sorry, you, you, you have two other people who are on hunger strike yeah. with you. Uh, no, uh, George Germani is not on hunger oh, strike. Oh, he's not on hunger strike, but yeah, Linda, he's is. A, Linda is. He's a, Linda is. Linda Rogers on the... Uh, eight day of a hunger, hunger strike. We have George Germani is the voice of the homeless. Basically, okay. he All right. and, uh, and I've seen some videos uh, with him. So stay with me for a second. I want to bring in some calls yeah. on this. Our number is 085-825-2626. Uh, Jennifer, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jennifer? How are you? Um, yes, I think um, what he's doing is in desperation, really, to be quite honest. And I do feel for him. Unfortunately, um, Ireland is just a, a micro dot on, on the world globe. Um, I don't understand why Ireland is taking in refugees when we, we can't even maintain our own country. Mental health is on top of that list as well. And uh, HSB, I believe, are working on that. But, I mean, from my own experience, it's not quick enough. Okay, so let, let, let me just deal with a couple of things you just said. Uh, and one of them was that this country uh, should not be taking in refugees from... No. From, 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 hang on, from, from somewhere like Ukraine that is being... No, not Ukraine, anyway, in, in general, like, you so know. Can I just say something on that? Because this, this pisses me off when I hear that the, the Ukrainians are used as... as bait and tackle for any problem Jesus if the weather they are indeed yeah. no, but hang on if the, yeah. we, if the weather is bad in Ireland the Ukrainians get the blame on it now they've become they've become the bait uh, for, for people just to say it's the Ukrainians fault we had a, with the homeless crisis just hasn't happened in the last year since the war in Ukraine happened there's always been homeless uh, people in yeah. Ireland you're asking okay. you're asking no but that that shuts down the point that you're making the homeless or sorry the Ukrainian refugees coming to Ireland are not to blame for the homeless crisis here they're not and I refuse to allow them to take the blame secondly you're asking why Ireland has to take in uh, homeless because we signed up to that the UN charter we have to take in a certain amount uh, of refugees and asylum seekers and because it's the right it's the right thing to do surely you must agree that it's the right thing to do it is to a certain point yes indeed but um I'm not against Ukrainians or any country in, in general. I just think that this country needs to get themselves in order before they can start taking it on. Surely there's so, something so, uh, okay, in Hang on. Should we have turned our back on uh, people from Ukraine being bombed out of their own homes by the Russians? Should we have just said, sorry, we have our own problems, um, don't come here? That's not what I'm saying. I'm well, saying it kind, it kind of is. You say, 
Yeah, yeah, okay, but we don't have our affairs in order in terms of homeless, um, the the homeless crisis. So should we have said we're not taking anybody in from Ukraine until we get our homeless uh, situation sorted? Look at the state of our country, sir. We're we're like guardians in a pen. Basically, they're putting houses everywhere. Anyway, the point Adrian's trying to make, Jennifer, is if we took that attitude, let's not take any homeless people, or no, let's let's not take any refugees in from any country until Ireland has zero homeless people. That is never, ever, ever going to happen. And if that same approach was taken during World War Two, when the Nazis invaded Poland, and uh, like you have to remember when when all the countries took in um, Jewish refugees and asylum seekers at the outbreak of World War Two. England, Ireland, any country that took in Jewish uh, refugees were in poverty, nothing comparable to the moment uh, that we have at the moment, uh, and countries still took in refugees because it's the right thing to do. And we need to stop playing, we need to stop playing one off the other and saying, oh, uh, Johnny is homeless on the streets now, and if there was no war in the Ukraine, Johnny wouldn't be homeless, because that's bollocks. No, but but again, Jennifer, I'm asking you, and I want a yes or no answer to this question. My question is, Bearing in mind that we have a homeless uh, crisis here in Ireland, should Ireland have said, no, we're not taking any Ukrainians? Yes or no? They should have put something into their UN agreement where they, where it's into, into their pact where they can't take on a certain amount for a certain time. Do you know what I mean? But we just seem to be kind of rolling them in. You, you didn't answer yes or no. I asked you a yes or no question. No, that's being, that's bullying me into saying yes or no. I'm not going to say yes or should no. Ireland, I'm going to say my point. Should Ireland not have taken in any Ukrainian refugees? They shouldn't on a temporary basis until we can get up and running. And we've always had homeless crisis. I mean, if they're on the streets, where else are they going to go? All right, stay there for once. If you can't house them. Yeah. And by the way, Jennifer, Jennifer, you shouldn't be allowed or you shouldn't be afraid to say... I don't think Ireland should take in uh, any refugees. That's not a racist uh, comment. That's not a racist comment to say. And don't be afraid to say that. No, that, I'm not that, afraid to say no, it. If that's your I opinion. I think, I think in humanity, I'm a very kind of like humanitarian person and I do believe that yeah, all those people who have suffered out there deserve a home at some point. But we don't have a home for them. Okay, so uh, I'm taking yes you out of... You can't call home uh, um, on the street. Okay, I'm going to say that your answer to my question is yes. Ireland should not have taken in uh, anybody from Ukraine because we have such a problem here in our own country. Is that right? Yes. So you you finally answered the question. And I'm just a little bit, Paula on Facebook there, and again, this comes up all the time, close the borders, close the borders. Do these people understand what... the commitment that Ireland and every other country has to, to taking in refugees and asylum seekers that we signed up to. Do you understand that? Like, close the borders. Can we close the borders, Paul, and you can't go to Spain for your holidays with the girls this year? That's just... This bullshit about close the borders. These people do not understand how the world works. I agree that we're probably at full capacity Saturation now. point. Saturation yeah. point. Uh, I think most people would agree on that. But the whole close the borders, hold the close the borders, charity begins at home, charity begins at home. Again, if you're waiting for Ireland to have zero homelessness before we look you're after... You're going to be waiting a long time. be waiting a long time. Just a quick thought on it there. I don't think that we're ever going to be able to fix the homelessness problem uh, by going out and providing housing. I think we're going to have to go in root and stem. You're going to have to go in to early child so you're going to have to go into schools you're going to have to make sure the families are staying together that's where the main problem comes from it's people growing up and not understanding how to, to live their lives properly we have to educate them from a young age and, and teach them how to provide for themselves and have a bit of value in themselves 
Um, like the drug problem out there, like that's a, it's a mental health crisis rather than anything else. Like these people are suffering, and most of that mental health problem is coming from an unstable home. So if the Irish government does its job and makes sure that we have a, a two-parent family, whether that be fucking two husbands, two wives, whatever, as long as it's a stable uh, two-parent family, I think that could solve a big part of the homelessness problem. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Oh, land of light shining bright, lighting up the winter night. Come visit land of light and experience the wonder of a forest walking trail illuminated in all the colours of the rainbow and around each bend a new surprise for the eyes. Land of light is open the 18th of November and runs across Christmas at Belvedere House and Gardens, Mullingar. To book, go to landoflight.ie. Paul, I want to play a message that came in to us uh, from one of our listeners for you. So have a listen to uh, this message, please. If this lad thinks he's going to get all down the man simply by going on a hunger strike, he's deluded. My God, he's a clown. Okay, uh, you are deluded, Paul. What do you say to that? No, I'm not. I live in reality. I don't live in the uh, place like uh, posit- like the, the, the media try to create that we have everything perfect and everything. We have, as I said, the government have fiduciary duty uh, to uh, to provide an affordable housing to people. I think the problem would not arise with refugees if they would um, house all the homeless, pregnant pregnant women, people with disability. We have women six months sleeping outside of GPO in different locations. And no single politicians, WC city council, not even approached her to provide her care. You know, the government has fiduciary duty to provide uh, affordable housing for the people. It's in the constitution actually wrote. And I believe that if they would do this, there wouldn't be any problems with uh, those people can understand uh, why are people dying? Seven people died this week. You know, homeless people died. No single article about that. It's all control, all hidden by the media. You know, it's 24 okay, hours. Okay, uh, but, uh, but again, again, Paul, <clears throat> the, yeah. the question from yeah. that message was, yeah. your demands, whilst they're uh, very laudable, we'd all love them to be met, yeah. you are deluded to think they will be met. I believe they, they will be met. I believe they will be met, or maybe some of them will be met, but at the moment, not even somebody... Nobody actually came to even negotiate with them. That's quite shocking because it shows how they treat uh, our people. If nobody, no single politician, political party, TDs, minister even approach, this is just, it shows how they care about ordinary citizens of this country. That's what it just shows here. Because if I would be, for example, working in the government, I would approach this man, listening to his problems and try to negotiate. But at the moment, 19 days pass, no single negotiation. If that situation uh, stays like that, that nobody comes to talk to you, no politician engages with you, are you prepared to die? Yeah, if it's required, I'm going to die, you know. And it will be their fault. It will be shame on the government that me and, for example, Linda Rogers, who is on the eighth day of a hunger strike, willing to give their lives. And there will be more people joining, actually more people expressing now to join hunger strike and support what we are doing. Okay. Uh, Irish people known for the hunger strike, you know, you have a huge history of hunger no, strike. Okay, uh, another question that I wanted to ask you uh, is, uh, you say that you're Irish, and uh, I accept that you uh, may have Irish yeah. citizenship, but that's not an Irish accent. Where are you originally from? Um... For personal reason, I'm Irish, and for personal reason, um, so uh, for personal reason, for my security reason, because um, 
for security reason, I not want to discuss my private life because my three times uh, the government blocked my phone. I have to go. I have to go to the. I have to go uh, to the shop to to get new SIM card, new phone because they attacking me constantly. We have agents provocateurs every day. Uh, every day was attacking us, tear, tear our tents, you know, offering drugs in the tent. They tried to kill my name. What they tried to do? You know, they tried to kill my name, you know, and say that I'm this and that and that, you know, that. Like, okay, uh, uh, but uh, okay. Uh, uh, again, I'm, I'm only asking a question. What country yeah. are you originally from? Uh, uh, I could reply to you again a second time. Uh, I Irish. Anything else is no matter for my security reason. I cannot disclose this at the moment, but it will be disclosed at later stage to the public. Well, anyway, oh, yeah. just, sorry, hang on, hang on, Paul. Well, what, what difference does it make? Well, no, I'm just curious yeah. as to why uh, Paul won't tell us what country he's from. Well, why does why, why is it relevant? I'm Irish. I'm yeah. Irish. I live in Ireland. He, identif- he identifies as I Irish. I live in Ireland. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> Irish. I can see you're Irish. Yeah, my accent. But it, is, uh, no, no, again, the reason I'm asking the question, or the yeah. reason I'm curious as to why you won't answer, it's a very weird is, question. Because it, it is because you believe uh, family would be at risk if you were to tell us where you're from. Yeah, my family is already at risk. You know, um, at already at risk in that situation that uh, they start even blocking my family, uh, my my family phone numbers actually. Which I tried to call them, and they actually their phone was was the same way blocked as my two phones was blocked. So I have to change my phone, I have to change my phone number. So my family already targeted, you know, so I, that's reason for security reason, I cannot disclose uh, like more details. It will be disclosed at later stage. You know, I'm afraid for, for my life because the government targeting, they said every- I'm Sorry, uh, they, when you say the government, are you talking about our government in Ireland or the government no. of the country that you're from? We, the, uh, the government use uh, criminals uh, who have nothing to lose, have bad criminal records, and they uh, paying them some money to, I just provocateurs, I call them. In every country, you have... Sorry, I, 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 sorry again, I, I just want to clarify. Yeah. You're yeah. not prepared to tell me what country you're from because you fear that the government uh, will attack your family. What no, government? I, you, the government I, of Ireland I, or the government of your home country? Yeah, I, no, I from Ireland. I, I, you asked me which country I'm from. I'm from Ireland. I'm Irish. What else do you need to know? I maybe need to disclose my three, that I have triple citizenship. I have three citizenship. So which one? You know, I, lo- I actually born in the planet Earth. It's called planet Earth. You know, I born, I, I consider myself as a <clears throat> citizen, citizen of the Earth. That's okay. what I can All right. Okay, yeah. no, not going to yeah. answer the question. Okay, let me go to uh, Steve. You're on Opinions Matter, Steve. How are you? Well, how are you, lads? Uh, good, thanks. This is a crazy one, isn't it? In what way? I mean, we have a guy here on air who said he's willing to die on hunger strike. And we've seen across the planet that hunger strike very rarely ever walks. This is just conspiracy theory nonsense. This man genuinely believes, from what I just heard in the last couple of sentences, that his, he's going to be taken out by the government. Is that what he just said? Uh, something like that, yeah. It's an art. I, don't, I really don't want to get down on the man. I don't want to get down on the man because I think, look, he, he's aspiring towards this uh, utopian place where we can all be happy happy and free love and money and everything's great. That's not going to work. Do you, let, let me ask you a question. What's his name? What's that guy's name? His name is Paul. So, Paul, let me ask you a question. Do you hand on your heart think 
that what you're doing now is going to actually make a difference. Considering considering that you said it's got no attention whatsoever. <clears throat> Absolutely, I already make a difference. I investigate crimes of the Connor Street, uh, that homeless people illegal, illegally paying money to the um, emergency accommodation, the, which when Dublin City Council paying full. You know, a lot of, I interview uh, pregnant homeless woman, Irish pregnant homeless woman who was sleeping eight months and six months been pregnant, sleeping in GPO. Okay, Paul, let me, let me, re, Paul, let me, let yeah. me rephrase the question because you're going to go yeah. off on a tangent here. Let me rephrase yeah. that for you. Do you think what you are doing now with your hunger strike is going to make a difference to any one of the things on your list of demands to the Irish government? Do you think any will change? Uh, when you say Irish government, I would consider Irish government is uh, ministers, TDs, politicians. Yeah, sure, senators. whatever you want that's, to say. That, that, that's what they, they are, you know, because we have 160 people control all the country and passing each day legislation. Answer the question, Paul. The okay, Paul, the question, Paul. Paul, he did ask a question. You haven't answered his question yet. Uh, I can't control, but I believe that some of the demands could be met, you know. No, uh, some of the demands, uh, all of the demands could be met. But um, uh, Steve's question is, do you believe that any of your demands or your hunger strike is going to achieve anything? Will anything happen as a result of your hunger strike? It's already achieving. People start networking with each other. People make friends together. People inspire. People have faith in themselves. Because in a government kills faith in people. They kill the faith. People don't have in themselves. Water tax is a good example when people overcome corrupt uh, TDs and politicians and abolish the water charges in 2014. So we need to believe in ourselves. Irish people is uh, is uh, inspiration around the world. You know. Paul, do you have, do you do you have Paul? Do you have a delusion of being a martyr? I want the solutions. I don't need. We have too many speakers in the Lancer House. You know, they'll just speak, speak, speak. No actions. You know, I'm sick of that. You well, know, then, I was Paul, if you want, if you want solutions, my my friend, yeah. if you want solutions, you yeah. are going about it the wrong way. And I tell you why you're going about it the wrong way. Because I promise you that the vast majority of people who are listening to you on air today are thinking this guy is crazy. He is not going I'm to not achieve crazy. what he wants. No, I'm saying the people think you're crazy. Because you're trying to achieve something that is unachievable via the means you're chasing. So what I, what I would ask you to do is come off hunger strike. Don't be so stupid. All you're doing is damage to yourself. You're not helping me or anybody else by starving yourself. What I would ask you to do is to start up something more. Use your brains to figure a way out of this. Could I speak? I replied to you. First of all, I'm not stupid. Please. I mean, I'm yeah. not, not appreciate that you're calling me stupid for what I'm I doing. I never said you were. Never said you were. No, I didn't. I don't need your judgment or criticism. You know, we have too many critics here. Oh, we can do this, we can do that. So if I ask you personally a question, what you did for your country? You know, sitting in the warm chair, drinking coffee and do nothing about it, is it? That's what you're going to say to me? It's yeah. go, go off your yeah. strike. It's your opinion. Yeah, what would you like I, me to you're do? You're entitled to your opinion. You can say me, I'm crazy. Oh, what do you want me to do? I never called you crazy or stupid. Yeah. Paul, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the question he's asking is, yeah. what do you want him to do? Make a change. Try to maybe go to local TD, serve them a letter, you know, and try to make a change instead of criticizing other people who try to make changes in the country, you know. Okay, because perfect, Paul. Great, yeah. great yeah. answer, Paul. Great answer. Great yeah. answer. Yeah. Because I never called you stupid. I said people who are listening may okay, think replay, you're stupid. Replay, replay again. Replay again. 
And yeah, well, you, you, you're more than welcome yeah. to do that. I'm sure yeah. that you can find the last on Spotify somewhere. Yeah. And you can replay it. And I never said, no, you, you Paul, 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 hold on a second, man. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. I never said you were stupid. But what you okay. encouraged me to do is to go to a TD. And that's what I'm encouraging what, you what, to what, do. What's you oh. did for your country? You're sitting in a warm office, actually, criticizing me here in a warm chair. In I'm a warm not bed. criticizing you. You do. You do. You say no. it's... it's, it's is this, is this, is that, you know, like listening to what you say five minutes ago about me, like you, you don't even... Oh, hear, I would listen, you, you I would try, even, if I was you, yeah. I would try and listen a little bit clearer because yeah. I didn't criticize you. I asked yeah. you to rethink yeah. what you were doing. I said I to you that I think the people who are listening yeah. will think you're crazy. That's what people think. Yeah. There's a you guy on hunger strike. You try to plant no. seed on people's head that I'm crazy. I'm uh, am crazy. I working I'm for the government? Fine. Do you, you don't know my you tell me I, I work for the government? Do you? You? Okay, what is your name? I have no idea. No, absolutely. I have zero idea who you are. And yeah, I'm not calling yeah. you crazy. The advice yeah, you, you just you gave me, Paul. Seed. You tried to plant Jesus people idea that I'm crazy for fighting, no, Paul, for fighting Paul. people's rights. You know, Jesus, man. Just I, relax I for a second. Paul, relax. Relax yeah. for two seconds, bud. Just relax. Yeah, you relax. Just take you a take breath. a cup of tea or maybe have a nice okay. walk with the dog. You know, maybe okay, you Steve, I will. Steve, I, Steve, I want to ask you a question. What, what, in a very short sentence, do you think of this man's hunger strike? Ridiculous. All right, yeah. stay there so for a second. Can I reply to that question? Yes. That's what we have, people. That's killing the faith in people. Water taxes, water charges, a great example when people stand together and change. All the Europe paying water charges, we don't pay it, domestic water charges. And that man tried to kill faith and be over me, makes me little, that I am nothing, you know. So, you know, a little person make another person little. You know, I believe myself that I'm great. Okay, uh, 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 hang on for one second, Paul. I want to play uh, this message for you. Have a listen to this, please. Yeah. Hey, lads. It's not a lot for real there, is he? Like, with his seven demands. I've never heard it in a stupid in my life, 16 euro an hour. Sure, I've been working 10 years on, on 16 euro an hour in the same job. What an absolute, like, yeah, you know, maybe I should go on hunger strike and say, oh, you know, I'm going on hunger strike, I want 18 euro an hour and an Audi S5 and uh, world peace. You know, he's going to look pretty stupid. And as well, he says that he hasn't eaten in the 19 days. I thought your body starts shutting down if you don't eat after 10 days. That lad's having an old cheeky big mac or something in the tent. You know, he's just looking for a bit of attention for himself. That's ridiculous, I think. Okay, Paul, how are you uh, sounding so well after 19 days of, on hunger strike? I actually have special techniques out of And actually, when I replied to special techniques, which I don't want to disclose, I actually had a, f- a friend who's been in 23 days on hunger strike. Terence Masvini was 75 days on the hunger strike. I'm only on the day 19. So I try to look, like, I use special techniques, which I don't want to disclose. I try to move less. Reply to this question to that man who tried to belittle what I'm doing and try to discourage other people and kill the fate of other people. He's such a, like, why he would not come even spend one night in the tent? Because, you know, it's easy to criticize some other other people's achievement or they try to do something. You know, he don't even, he don't even, he don't even walk one mile with a homeless man. He never, never sleep near the homeless man. He never exposed what, uh, what health service problems we have. We have 1.7 million hospital waiting lists in the hospital, which is absolutely disgrace. We have people waiting more than... Again, uh, Paul, I, I agree with you about yeah. all of your seven demands. All of them are disgraceful. All of them should be reversed or... Uh, yeah. uh, Met in terms of demands, but they're not going to be anytime soon. Then it's also to the people in Ireland. 
how the government cares about ordinary citizens like disability people, people homeless. It will show because it shows how how the government treat most vulnerable. It shows how so, they care really about the okay. people. You know? Paul, Paul, yeah. but by the way, and first of all, I think people yeah. people giving you grief, uh, you know, walking your shoes for one day, they wouldn't be able to sleep in the tent for one day. Having said that, yeah, is this the hill that you are prepared to die on? That you are willing to say that your life is worth nothing because it won't if you if you continue to go on hunger strike and your organs start to shut down which they will do that's inevitable by the way and I know you're talking about special techniques I can tell you now nobody has ever been able to beat hunger strike so those special techniques will run out sooner or later but are you willing to give up your life to achieve nothing because none of those seven will be met as Adrian was saying before Christmas or even before January, if any of them are. Yeah, I am already achieving. People start wake up and people have a faith in themselves. People start using their voice. No, that's people not what that's not what I'm yeah. saying. You're, is your life not worth more than that? Uh, my life worth what God says to me. You know, I, I'm not I'm not willing to like to be honest with you. Uh, at that stage, the government failed. So okay. Much. Okay, Paul. Well, then, okay, well, then, let me say something to you, Paul. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't you uh, wrap up your tent? Okay, go back to. I. I don't know. Do you oh. have? A, do you have accommodation in the country that you can stay in? I try to reply to your question. You interrupt me, but I, I no, 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 no. Don't try yeah. to interrupt me. So you saying, suggest me. You suggest me. Wrap my tent, go at home, and cry silently. No, that's oh, not what I'm. Is this that's not what I'm going to do. No, what I'm, I'm not going to be. That's, that's not what I'm. Okay, well, I'm not suggesting you do that. Paul, yeah, I'm inside of GPO. No, I'm inside the GPO. Paul, what I'm suggesting, what I'm suggesting you do is give up the hunger strike, wrap up your tent, go home to a nice warm house or whatever, have something to eat. Yeah. And when the next election comes up, when the next election comes up, you run as an independent candidate, which you're entitled to do, by the way. Uh, you say you're an Irish, an Irish person. Run as an independent candidate, or go around and spend your time and effort to convince people why they shouldn't vote for the current government and vote for a government that will solve the, the crisis. That you're uh, protesting again. Do you not think that would? Could I reply to your question? I suggest you take your turn, take your sleeping bag, and join me, and we can work together. And other people, I suggest to take stands of sleeping bag and join together. In 2011, in Israel, uh, in Tel Aviv, people fill all the streets and make the change. They stay for a few weeks in the tents, and they make the force government to lower food prices, lower lower the food prices. Okay, but uh, uh, Paul, uh, Paul, with the, the with the greatest yeah. respect to you, after yeah. uh, 19 days on hunger strike. Nobody bar a lady called Linda has actually joined you. Yeah, because the government have control of media. They control totally. I wrote to all new... Maybe okay, well, well, uh, okay. Uh, uh, one of the reasons we decided to talk to you today is because yeah. you claim that no media have uh, covered your hunger strike. Uh, this podcast is one of the biggest uh, podcasts in Ireland, so people are going to hear your story. Um, do you think, as a result of this podcast that people are going to come down and join you um, in a tent on O'Connell Street. Yeah, people are already expressing their join and, uh, and, and during the weekends will be more people join slowly. You know, uh, we have... Yes, they will. They already do. People have a lot of support. People bringing, uh, like, warm blankets, sleeping bags. They bring batteries for the microfo- microphone, you know, amplifier. So the people really, really support Okay, people are... Okay, all right. Let, let me bring yeah. in uh, Sandra. You're on Opinions Matter, Sandra. How are you? Not too bad, are you? Uh, good, thank you, Sandra. What did you want to say on this? 
I just think it's ridiculous sleeping out and the, the weather that's in it and everything. Like it, it's just there's not going to be no change as simple as that. They're not the, the government is not going to do anything about it. Simple as that. They're just going to be more lives lost with, with the cold and everything. You know. Okay, uh, Paul. Uh, this lady is saying basically you're wasting your time. I will reply to this lady, Sandra, um, that she needs to read about uh, protests in 2011 in Israel, in Tel Aviv, and people feel all the streets. So it's, if it works there, it will work here. People just need to have faith in themselves and believe in themselves. And the government very well, they divide society. They put mask against mask, vaccinate against vaccinate. And now the government tried to put Irish against Ukrainian refugees. So diverting the fire from themselves, all the, like it's all the strategically. Remember, guys, uh, strategy divide and conquer. They use the strategy divide and conquer very often. That's how. That's the reason we have split society. Society is too split now at the moment. You know, guys. So we need to start find uh, points that unite us. You know. Okay. D- again, Paul, Sandra is saying you're you're wasting your time. You don't believe you're wasting your time, no? No, absolutely. I actually had. Uh, I actually exposing the system crimes. It takes 24 hours to guard uh, to report. We actually our st- tent was broken and stuff was st- stolen, and it's, I I called three times the guards, and actually it takes them more than 24 hours to come at GPO, one of the busy streets in, in Dublin, and report the crime. And it's still not reporting a crime. Like three days passed, I still waiting for the guard that came and make a report, exposing how the guard that performed the service, exposing how the ambulances. We have only. Few in ambulances for a population of 1.2 million of Dublin. This absolute disgrace. So for the 70,000 people, uh, we have one ambulance. Okay. Uh, Again, Paul, a lot of people agree with all of the with your demands, agree that they all should be met. But uh, what I'm hearing from everybody is they're just not going to be met anytime soon. They will be met. Okay. okay, Now, you're on O'Connell Street, you're in a tent, and uh, there's another tent beside you, and there's a lady called Linda on hunger strike with you. Is that right? Yeah, there's an inspiration of a woman, Irish woman, Linda Rogers. Remember, guys, Linda Rogers. Okay, can, can I talk to uh, Linda, yeah. please? Yeah. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Oh, land of light shining bright, lighting up the winter night. Come visit land of light and experience the wonder of a forest walking trail illuminated in all the colours of the rainbow and around each bend a new surprise for the eyes. Land of light is open the 18th of November and runs across Christmas at Belvedere House and Gardens, Mullingar. To book, go to landoflight.ie. Now, um, Dara, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dara? Well, agent. Um, well, uh, Darren, what, what do you think of what you've been hearing? This lad must be off his bed because did you think he's the first person to try that? To try what? A hunger strike? A hunger strike, yeah. No, obviously he's not the first person. There was a lot of person there last year doing the very same thing in the current street. Uh, not that I remember, but maybe you're right, yeah. But like, his list of demands are just nonsensical. Well, they're not nonsensical. Right. His list of demands are uh, demands that all of us would like to see being met. They're probably not achievable. For an ideal world. Okay, so you think he's completely wasting his time? A complete way. All he's doing is damage to his body. Okay, stay there for a second because uh, I think we have Linda on the line who's also on this uh, hunger strike. Uh, hello, Linda. Good afternoon, Adrian, and to all your listeners there this afternoon. Um, thank you for having me. Having, okay, uh, Linda, tell me, please, show. tell me uh, why you decided to join this man, Paul, in his hunger strike. 
Well, I am studying uh, holistic therapies, um, you know, in Dublin, and uh, I am friends with Paul a long, long time now, and I enjoy his content. I'm learning a lot from from him because he's very demonstrative and he's uh, proactive. Uh, in uh, if you're bothered about what's going on in this country, well, get out and get up and do something about it. So I have, uh, you know, I, I, I at one point in my in my life I was, uh, I suppose, a passive uh, complainer, and now I'm an active, uh, you know, a demonstrator, active, active, um, you know, uh, pro, uh, pro, um, pro informed. Consenting. Adults. Okay. All right. So you are now on. Is it day eight of your hunger strike? Day eight, correct, Adrian. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah. how long are you prepared to go? Well, you know, it's uh, with regard. I suppose um, you know, I have a strong faith. Um, I have uh, strong convictions and belief in myself and in uh, Paul's or uh, uh, you know, hunger strike. And uh, I I joined him because I I joined at that. Period, uh, that fourth day because I I, uh, I felt uh, in safe hands in safe, safe space to actually com- complete this and to uh, you know and uh, okay uh, so, here, so let's have a listen to uh, this WhatsApp voice note uh, that came in from Brian hi guys just listen to your broadcast there on Facebook and it really is annoying me you know your man Paul needs to get every cent roll up and call it a day or else Rest in peace, Paul, if you're actually willing to go that far, because your list of demands are in completely insane. All right. Thank you very much indeed, Brian. Now uh, we have Linda back on the line. Are you prepared to die for your demands? Well, I'm at day eight here now, and I see Paul here. Is, it's day 19. So, uh, you know, we're not, we're not dead yet. And... Uh, uh, the government still have a, an opportunity to come down to us and uh, approach and even to to uh, to stand their ground and, and to honour us as, as Irish citizens and uh, have the respect. The, the very That's the very least they can actually uh, give us. OK, if but in, in reality, after 19 days, nobody is engaging with you. Do you believe that you are going to achieve anything by starving yes. yourself? I believe that we, we are going to achieve um, a lot more than maybe... People would would uh, would like to instill otherwise in us. Um, okay, yes. I, I, I read out earlier this, the the list of seven demands. Obviously, you want all of those demands to be met. In fact, I would imagine the majority of our listeners want all of those demands to be met. Correct. But <laughs> the difference is, most people are realistic and realize that those demands are not going to be met within your lifetime, which you are putting a limit on now by being on hunger strike. Well, you know, the, the, home, the homeless people up here, I mean, they don't even have access to toilets, to sanitation, to, uh, uh, you know, water, uh, which is a very basic need. And, and I mean, they, they could, uh, they installed like a, a toilet facility there around the COVID time, around St. Stephen's Green. And, uh, they kind of packed it up and put it away for safekeeping wherever it's gone now. How much does that cost? Like, it should be out in the streets right now. So the, to, to give that uh, facility to the homeless, because... OK, now, interestingly, uh, that's not even one of the demands on the list of demands. Um, I, I, again... Sorry, Adrian, Adrian, can I just say there, it's actually elaborated upon in uh, Paul's email to government. OK, uh, all right. Um, uh, all wrong. Again, yeah. I'm going to ask you this question again, Linda. Are you prepared to die... In order to achieve the uh, seven demands, I there's no time to die. There's time to um, uh, be proactive. That's what all I'll say. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, then, why, well, then why are you bothering uh, with this hunger strike? What's the point in the hunger strike if you're not prepared to die? Well, I'm, I'm prepared. I'm prepared to meet governments. That's what I'm prepared to do daily. You, but it, you know, me. Lindy, sorry, it's Jeremy here. You know what annoys me, and by the way, I respect what you're doing as well, and I've been following you both on Facebook for some time. Yeah, and what annoys me about about uh, what the two of you are doing is that every time you put up a post on Facebook there's hundreds of people commenting underneath saying fair play to you fair play to you things need to change mm. not mm. one of those Facebook activists activists not what I call them not one of them has come down to join you in solidarity not one of oh, them has I didn't oh, but no there's only two tents <laughs> there's only two tents there none of them are oh, pre- this, but, uh, this prepared to go on hunger strike with you that's what annoys oh, me. Well, t- time will tell now, but there's, there's plans being made. And, uh, well, no, no, hang gone. on, Linda. They've had 18 days since, since Paul has gone on hunger strike, and not one of them, and the, the, you see the same faces coming up all the time. Fair play to you, lads. Fair play to you. The government should be out. Out, out, out with the government. The government are scumbags, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Leo the leak, all these comments that you see all the time. Not one of them has pitched a tent beside you on O'Connell Street. What does that tell you? It says that they, they're willing to support you for Facebook likes. That's all they're doing. But when it comes down to brass tacks, they will not put themselves out or discommode themselves to help your cause. Well, people need belief in themselves. And, uh, you know, uh, Paul is a great man there for actually instilling belief and, and, and actually motivating people. So we need more motivation. We need more people out here. We're, there's lots of, lots of conversations going on. Um, you know, there's, there's people, that, you know, approaching us the whole time. And they have that lack of uh, belief in themselves. And they're passive and apathetic. And people need to rise up, rise up and act because this whole nine is just uh, crazy. Okay, I'm, I'm going to ask you a, a question one more time. Are you prepared to die for these demands? And if you're not, What's the point in even starving yourself right now? Well, I'm living. I'm preparing to live uh, in in a in a in, in a uh, society that has meets uh, uh, that ha- that has a government that comes down and meets its people that are that are hunger striking. That's I'm prepared to live in a society like that. Okay, you're not going to answer my question then, no? That's how I'm answering it for you. <laughs> you know, it's uh, I, I've served three member- ministers of uh, government there uh, yesterday: uh, Pascal, Dun- Pascal Donoghue, Minister for Finance; Stephen Johnley, Minister for Health. Dara O'Brien, Minister for Housing, and I believe they're on uh, midterm break at the moment, so uh, maybe not the right time. But uh, I also have my own personal um, uh, TD there that I won't uh, that I won't name. But um, uh, yeah, he's engaged with me, and uh, I was going to actually, uh, I actually uh, asked requested of him to come out, so I'll serve the paper to him. So that would touch base with him since I know him. But uh, okay, uh, you, you, you believe you're doing the right thing, and you believe uh, you would achieve something. Oh, yeah, achieve as much as you can, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. All right, Linda, thank you very much indeed for uh, talking to us. Um, she is on day eight of her hunger strike alongside uh, Paul Lennon. Just look after yourself, Linda. Um, look at your health is your wealth, yeah? And you can't, you can't change the world from a hospital bed. That's all I would say. Do you know what? Do you know what? I, I, I say this in, in going, right? People are dying to die every day, right? Um, so, uh, po- like, poverty is the worst form of violence, right? So, like... Uh, you know, you know, like these people won't get an opportunity to talk, and they're not doing a hunger strike. But they're still dying, seriously, in a tent. Um, people with disabilities, uh, you know, uh, thousands of them there, uh, and just giving a sleeping bag and go on, go on your way there. You know, leave it up to the the um, the weather, whatever, uh, <laughs> all the different uh, environmental uh, whatever um, uh, threats that are out there. You know, uh, so. 
you know, I, I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I feel sorry for the people that I stand for. All right, Linda, you know? um, stay safe <laughs> and uh, thank, thank you very you. much indeed for talking to us on uh, Opinions Matter. Let's bring in one final WhatsApp voice note. Hi, guys. Just wondering if you could ask Paul if he was housed tomorrow, would he be able to afford his rent, afford to pay bills, afford to feed himself? Or would he be looking for something else to pay for all right, well, he's, he's not on the line, so I can't put those uh, questions directly to him. Um, those two people, Paul and Linda, are on hunger strike on O'Connell Street. If you are there over the weekend, um, well, you'll see them. So <laughs> say hello to them if you feel like saying hello to them. Uh, give them your support if you want to give them your support, or not, as the case may be. Um, it's different strokes for different folks. I... Uh, I yeah, I can't think of one single thing that would I was just, encourage me to go on a hunger strike. I was just thinking that uh, as I was... I'm the, there's two kinds of people in this world. There's people who go out and protest and whatever the case may be. I've never... This, this obviously is a reflection of me, maybe the type of person I am. I've never marched for anything or stood outside or protest against anything that I felt strong, that strongly about. Mm. Certainly not to, to, to get your organs shut down... Um, to, to, to that point like I just I just hope they look after their health that's anyway, all anyway um, on the thumbnail of this podcast you can see a photograph of their tents in the middle of O'Connell Street uh, Paul and Linda are uh, uh, they say prepared to uh, see this out we'll uh, keep in touch with them over the next uh, couple of weeks Thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow or click the little bell icon if you're listening on uh, Spotify. And that way you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. Thanks very much indeed for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.